Hello, listener. Feel free to skip this episode if at any point you feel uncomfortable with these topics. No hard feelings. Yeah. I gotta join in on hold up. Yellow. Hello and welcome to Share Club Pod, a podcast in which we talk about the films, TV, music, and anything that's lit to Richard um, every month. Um, well, not every month, every month that we have a season. <laughs> well, in the monthly cycle, there it is. How did I fuck that up? Today we'll be talking about. Um, today we'll be talking about the harder they fall, uh, a movie that came out in came out in this year, twenty twenty one, in October sixth. Um, I'm Geo he they, and I am Michelle, aka Queen Weep they she. And yes, we're gonna talk about that. And, but first, I want to make sure I say something. We did the catch. We're recording these back to back. Our um, episode thirty-two, in which we talked about the Wicked and Divine, um, Volume One, and here, in which we're talking about the Harder They Fall. We're recording these back to back the same night, um, and so we caught up with each other already in that episode. And this episode, I want to start this off by getting on the record because. Michelle and I were having a conversation between episodes, and uh, Michelle asked me a question about a date, and I was like, I don't know, you're the keeper of the calendar. And they're like, you're right, I do keep track of the calendar. And I was going to say, you know what, and in fact, I thank you so much. Okay, actually, let's start recording, because I want to say this on record. So (laughs) let me take a sip, and I'll say it. Have you ever heard, take a fucking sip, babe? No. Well, you just didn't. <laughs> Take a fucking sip, babe. Oh, that's gonna be the. <laughs> no, I mean, I just put it in the show notes. Yeah, take a fucking sip, babe. Okay, so because it's like a video, huh? Um. Yeah, I think it's a video. You'll have to send it to me. I mean, I, I mean, I heard about this like four year, three years ago, and I never saw it. Somebody else kept saying it at work so i mean maybe i'll have to find it <laughs> uh, i i would say you are a, a student pursuing a doctoral degree i think you could i think i think you have enough research skills to maybe find this video dang it okay <laughs> i don't know if you have enough time but i th- certainly would like you to try i will try i will try um and if you could try to do it to by to by 5 p.m tomorrow Cause I'm editing tomorrow. Okay, I'll try my best. Love you. Yes. Well, Michelle you were is saying so good you to were me. A, you were Michelle is to. very yeah. I'm about to say it right now. Michelle is so. Michelle has been incredible. Like so, the way we do this, this podcast, has like shifted. Like we started doing things a little bit one way, and then like now we we're shifting in the and like what who does what work and behind the scenes. And there are certain things that I am just personally bad at or like that are that like rather right now, I don't have the bandwidth to keep track of those things. So social media, I'm like, you will almost never see me directly on our share club pod social media. I may have things to say, and I usually would just DM them to Michelle via share club pod and say, hey, can you tweet this real quick? Or, hey, can you retweet this? Um, but other than that, like those lovely messages you see 
Michelle writes them all. Um, I know we've been a bit busy, and so there's been a couple of times we've kind of missed it, missed it a little bit. But like Michelle does that a lot better than I would have. <laughs> than I would. I'm just not. I don't have the bandwidth. Another thing is, um, I used to do the calendar. I used to, like we would disguise the calendar, but like I would keep track of the calendar and the events. And not, but Michelle does that now, and I am incredibly grateful because that means that I never have. To, it's like another thing that I don't have to go and take time and like focus in and remember what the fuck she, she is anymore. <laughs> Michelle and like and the format is really good, so that like Michelle's improved the format, so that like even though the time has passed, I can still see what we did and when we did it, and she keeps track of that. And like even in those moments where we have to change. They keep track of all of that as well. I am incredibly, like, I am incredibly grateful. Because, like, I'll just be straight up, and I'll say it right now. I called Michelle yesterday at, like, 8, what was it, 8 o'clock? <laughs> while you were uh, driving. Yeah. yeah while like you were eight. driving. Uh, It was, no, it was actually, like, 8.40. <laughs> Let me check. Almost 9. But, yeah, so... Because things because things have been a little messy and like I chose this movie's gonna be something else that we may come back to and so I don't wanna say that we didn't do it. But I had decided it's Sunday where you like it was a little bit of like a time thing where I was like, Michelle, do you want this? And I didn't get a response back. And then like I was like, Do you want this though? And I didn't get a response back and I was like, Okay, Michelle, I ain't got a response back for you. Do you want it or not? Do you want it? And then Michelle was like, You could have it. and I was like, Ah shit, I gotta choose now. And so I was, I was like hanging out with my friend and like was choosing the movie based on our, our lovely document that we haven't really added stuff to. But like, I looked at that list of ours we made way back when, and I chose that movie based off of that. And then yesterday came around and I was like, okay, I gotta watch the movie. Whew. And then like I opened up Netflix and I was about to look, cause sometimes like I weirdly need a reason to do a thing sometimes. But sometimes because I need to do it and makes it harder to do, the executives are dysfunctioning. So <laughs> I um, opened up Netflix and I started, I put the, I started the search thing. And then like, I just saw the harder they fall. And I was like, I was like, that's not out. That's not out yet. Right. And I was like, but wait, it's up here at the top. Is it out? And so then I open it and it's like, it's, it's, it's out. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Ah, uh, wait. Okay. Well, if I, okay, can we watch this movie? I was like, wait, but it's, it's the day before. Okay, Michelle said they were going to watch it today. Have they watched it yet? Okay, I could text, but I was like, no, if I want to know for sure, I got to call, I, I was like, I got to call them right now. And so I called and they were like, hey, actually you can switch. You tell me, you tell me from your perspective what was going on when I called you. So Tuesdays, I have class from five to eight. Um. And I had already, um, on Monday night, I usually have my therapy group. And so somebody from my therapy group um, is going to go study abroad next semester. So I'm not going to see them again. Uh, we, we still have a few before the semester um, ends, uh, like a few more meetings. But um, she and I had talked about, like, having, like, hanging out or something. And we hadn't. And so he said, oh, mm -hmm. we could hang out tomorrow. So Tuesday night after my class, I was with my friend, with a with a friend that I met from therapy group. 
uh, when you called me. <laughs> I was with her. Um, and uh, first we were wait. Uh, we I got out of class. Uh, we walked to the bus because I was gonna go get on my get on the bus to go pick up my car. And so I was talking to them about like stuff, you know, because we're we've been in therapy group, but you know, you don't really get to know them uh, in the sense of like, oh, just two people because there's several people who just like have the shared experience that we we talk about. Um, and so we were like getting to know each other a little bit more and I'm driving um, and then I get a call from you, which is really interesting that I got the call because usually when I start driving, my phone will go on do not disturb. Um, I think what happened is that I had just started driving and mm. so it didn't go on do not disturb. So you just so happened to call me right before my phone went on do not disturb it's also interesting because i know the rule like usually when i call other than like yesterday i didn't think about it but i would have if you didn't answer is usually if your phone goes straight to voicemail i gotta call again yeah <laughs> i was like i have to call a second time um because usually your phone mostly disturb. lives on do not disturb because you don't want to be disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> like only people who know me will call a second time. And yeah. so that's why, that's why I don't care. Cause, yeah. Like, and I call it like, I've been given permission to call a second time. Yeah. So, so it's like, kind don't of... just like hear this and go like, I know Michelle's number and it's not important. I just want to check on Michelle and just call the second time. I, and I, I don't usually call, I don't usually call people. Mm -mm. Like, when I call Michelle, it's because it's an urgent thing. Yeah, because Gio will send me a message through Discord and then another message through text message, and then he'll resort to calling me. Um, <laughs> yeah, or like really certain, important. I also divide subjects. I'll be like, okay, if we're talking about this, then this goes in the Discord DMs. The if Discord we're talking about DMs. this, it goes in the in the discord character channel if it if it's about this it goes in text message if michelle is in a different location then i have to try to remember to maybe where, where i'm tech remember where i'm texting but i i like last time you were in mexico i fully forgot yeah i, so like, I don't i have fully to got go. confused on where the fuck to text and i was like okay so you don't have this and so i need to text here and i was like okay no wait that text here and you had told me and then a couple of days passed and i texted somewhere else and I was yeah like, yeah because because what <laughs> happens like when i'm in mexico uh i just have internet i don't i don't have signal to send regular text messages unless they're they're on iphone because i have an iphone and usually those go through me, uh through iMessage you can send iMessages through through wi-fi yeah. you don't need signal for that but geo doesn't have an iphone and so like yeah i'm a green boy I'm a yeah green boy. He, i resort to green messages <laughs> and mm -hmm. so i always tell him like whenever i'm in mexico like send me messages through discord because i can't like i won't get i i one i won't get your messages too i won't get your phone calls unless you call me through wi-fi um and so Gio will be trying to text me and then I'll be trying to text him back, like still attempting to respond to these messages and, and I'll just respond on Discord. Um, and so Gio calls me right when I was talking to my friend about getting um, 
what is it? We went to go get Jack in the Box because we were talking about coupons. Because yesterday we we're gonna get Jack in, bo in the Box, and I had taken out all the coupons I had for Jack in the Box, um, so people could eat for six bucks. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, she invited me some food, and I was like, "Well, thanks." I didn't have to use my coupon. Uh, I mean, I didn't mind using it because um, I wanted to use them. Um, but they're like, no, it's okay. We don't have to. You can keep those. I'm like, oh, all right. Um, and then Gio calls me like, hey, have you watched the movie? <laughs> and I said, uh, no, I was going to watch it tomorrow night. Oh, like yesterday. Sorry. Yesterday. Um, I was going to say, oh, I'm going to watch it after, like, I have dinner. Um. I don't think I told you I was with my friend. I just said that I was going to watch it. I could hear your friend, though. Oh, you could hear my friend? Yeah, like, oh, I was going to watch it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I wanted to switch it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, but you haven't watched Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> and then I started talking to my friend about the podcast. Yeah. Michelle and I are both very kind to each other. Like, because it's been a couple of times where, like, you know, something happens at the last minute. And like we have to do something, but like I mean, this the the point of this segment for me is Michelle. I appreciate you so much. You, I don't, I can't imagine. You know, it it has been an interesting road. This podcast has been an interesting road, and we have learned a lot, and we have grown a lot over time, and we have, uh, yeah, we've been through a lot together. And I very much appreciate you, and I very much appreciate our like, like our friendship and our working and our working relationship, and how they can like exist together. I mean, because it's like, I mean, we're not getting paid yet until you subscribe to Patreon.com/slash/ShareClubPod. Yes, um, we are first Patreon. <laughs> yeah, or eight eighty second. Whenever you're listening, whenever you're listening to this episode, support us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. There's a $2 level, a $5 level, and a $10 level. The $2, all levels get the audio, audio or three days early. And uh, the $5 level, you get the video, which you, you can see me doing a weird dance. Um, and Michelle being on the floor. <laughs> Michelle was on the floor last episode, and you could you you could be watching that. And like, even if you're late, you you get you get the backlog of stuff that's on Patreon, and soon you'll be getting the backlog of season of season one in the first month of season two. Um, I, I intended to do that sooner. If you've been listening to the podcast previous to a previous episode a couple months ago, that there was a plan, but bandwidth, <laughs> and so that plan has not gone away. It's just Things are moving around because school comes first and mm -hmm. I can't knock out school. I can't do other shit, extra shit, if I'm still struggling with school. Um, so uh, we'll get there, though. And at the $10 level, you get the audio and the video. And oh, well, at the, also at the $5 level, you get the Patreon exclusive episode every month um, in which we do something. And at the $10 level, you can be a guest on the Patreon exclusive episode. Additionally, you can also uh, there will be opportunities in which you can you can vote on what we talk about in the Patreon exclusive, as well as 
have some say about certain elements that we do as we come coming to season three, including topics that we talk up, things that we talk about here on on the podcast, as well as any weird shit that we randomly want to overcommit to in in season three. So uh, support us on Patreon. We love it. But as I was saying, uh, thank you. I appreciate you so much, Michelle. Um, you are an incredible, you are an incredible, uh, incredible friend. And I can't imagine doing this podcast w- uh, with, with someone else, uh, because we understand, like, we understand each other and we know each other's limits well enough so that like, when I, like when, when, when I say, Hey, can you do this thing that like I used to do just off the bat? You were like, yeah, I got it. Um, or when, uh, when I, when I start teaching you how to edit the episodes, which I'll tell you straight up, you'll do it a lot faster than me. <laughs> you'll do it a lot faster than me. Cause I don't do a lot. I don't do a lot to edit the episode really. It's just, it takes me a long time to do it. Cause I'm like spacing out when I'm doing it. Um, once, once we start doing some more loads, playing with stuff about like who does what and like taking turns and like shift we're continuing to work in this relationship of of uh podcast extraordinaires i'm like i am continually grateful because it's like i came in today and i came in 15 minutes late and when i came in i opened up Yard and all of the all of our um studios for the rest of the season were up and i was like oh like it was like such a like it was a relief. I like I was like it wasn't a thing at first we had officially said you were gonna do, you had done it once, and then yeah, I just the did sec it. you <laughs> just did it and the second time I was like, Okay, can you do it again? And you're like, Yeah. And then like you had done it for November and then like I was like I think I had thought about it today and I was like, Okay, I wonder if the studio's even done. Okay, shit, I'm running late. Oh fuck. And then I opened up and I was like, Okay, they're all done. And I was like you want me to be honest? I was like, you love to see it. It's because you were waiting for me. Huh? Is it? Are you about to say because you were waiting for me, so you did them? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, be honest and, <laughs> and just say, like, I actually just did them all. <laughs> it's like, still, before, it's before still, we I didn't have to the deal recording. with it, you know? Because <laughs> I was like, like, oh, shit, I forgot I had to do them. But I literally just did them while you were, you were, that while I was waiting for you. So they were really quickly. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I just love not having to stress about it, you know? Like, this, like, we've had conversations about, like, stress here and, like, well, yeah, here, but, like, also Michelle and I have probably had conversations about, like, how I view my life sometimes and how my life is viewed through stress. <laughs> I'll be like, it, it's all, doing anything is always a little bit stressful for me. <laughs> but not stressful enough to not want to do it but the like i'm like i i I just want to i'm taking a lot of a lot of space now but i want to make sure you know how much i appreciate you and i want everybody to hear how much i appreciate you and how much how like how much we are we are good to each other and like i don't want anybody to think that that one person is doing all the work because that is not true at all we we share that we share this load and we share it 
because it's Share Club Pod, in which we talk about the films, TV, music, and anything that's lit. Michelle, where can they find? No, I'm kidding. You. <laughs> kidding, kidding. I start. you want me to start? We're about to finish. Just like We're in the, the end last episode. No. The episode <laughs> 20 minutes in. Created it. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so um, is there anything? Because I know we also want to make sure we, we, ha- we have a timely manner because we all need to have a good night's sleep. Uh, no, that's all. All right. Let me take a sip of water. As I mentioned before, we're talking about The Harder They Fall. Let me read our handy-dandy Wikipedia. The Harder They they Fall is a 2021 American revisionist Western film directed by James Samuel, who co-wrote the screenplay with Boaz Yakin. The, I might have been mispronouncing that. The film stars Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Sazzy Beats, Regina King, Delroy Lindo, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, R.J. Seiler, Danielle Deadweiler, Edie Gathegi, I might be mispronouncing that, my apologies, and Dion Cole. It is one of few Westerns whose principal cast members are all Black. Although a fictional film, its characters are based on real cowboys, lawmen, and outlaws of the 19th century American West. The Harder They Fall had its world premiere at the BFI London Film Festival on October 6, 2021. It received a limited release on October 22nd. 2021 prior to streaming on netflix on november 3rd i oh see it didn't come out on the 6th it came out on november 3rd my calendar was yeah my calendar fucking lied to me because i looked it up on my calendar and it said the 6th but it turns out that was just because that was where it was for london film festival so i didn't miss it it just came out look at us being fucking current yes i mean it's this episode comes out in december but like we're being pretty current yeah you know Hip and with the times. Yeah. The film received general positive reviews. Michelle, what did you think about the film? Um, I'm be honest, I'm not a big fan of Western film. Like, oh, like okay. films that have to do with cowboys. It's just not my thing. I don't really like these movies. The only movie that you will have me that I will enjoy watching that's not really a cowboy film is Back to the Future 3. <laughs> and because it's about time traveling. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I feel like they're not all the same. Um, they're not all the same. But I'm just not like into the... Like the... I don't know i don't know how to describe it like western i mean you could call this one a, a like a, a western is it western film yeah. no like it's a western it's fully a western yeah like, like western. It's, it's a revisionist western so it's like not trying to be it's like a historical but like, yeah. I, yeah i i like the part where it's like these at the beginning where they're saying like oh this is fictional but these people are real and so like i went in watching the movie thinking about like oh this is like some of these people like you know oh like maybe all of these people are real and like abbott i was like freaking abbott (laughs) (laughs) i was just thinking about that um well that that first part um of the movie who directed the movie james samuel Okay, because uh, yeah. it gave me like some some uh, um, what is it like 
what's his face his vibe um i don't know to say tarantino yeah because i i i thought it but it's probably a bad bad way of like getting the vibe because all i could think of was the the jango (laughs) like that's why yeah um but this was a good move huh the d is silent the d django sorry yeah Yeah. django Mm -hmm. uh django django my bad um (laughs) i don't know i'm not a big fan of western films they're just like not my thing um just i thought it was cool like i liked i um the like pew 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 (laughs) that's all i could think about i like like it when they shoot the guns (laughs) yeah it's because I mean, I let me. I'm gonna be real honest with you too. That probably one of the big reasons why I don't like Western films is because of my ex boyfriend. Um, mm. Like Western films remind me of him, and I don't like it. And oh. so I also don't like watching them because he was or is still probably like a big fan of Western cowboy stuff, looking all like. Mm, with your hat and giving giving that vibe um and so that's why i don't really eh, don't really like it um i love the music in this film like the whole time i, I just like the music the whistling like like i love how the mu- the songs the singing like all of that like oh my god that part where Mary goes into the saloon and there's that like lady all in blue dancing and just like act like mm-hmm. that was beautiful. Like I'm don't get me wrong, I'm I, I don't like Western films, but I, I like this one. Um I enjoyed watching this movie. Um I just like whenever it comes to the like to the what's it called? Um to like the fighting scenes. Oh, oh, like the shooting scenes. I feel like they're just so unreal. Like I, I can't believe it. Just because it's like, pew, yes, I hit you once and you die straight up. I mean, I, I'll believe it. Maybe there are people who are that skilled for sure and who used to do it and like that whole of like, I'm a go yeah. first and let's see if like I can go faster than you type of deal. I, <laughs> like, I, don't I gotta know. say, I gotta say, we are skewed by like some of us. Some of it is like the way we think guns work because of action movies, we go like, oh, this gun, you shoot this much and you're not that good. Or like, you, you'll be okay. Like, there's like weird rules for writers of like, if you shoot here, then you, you're going to die. You, you have to deal with this problem. If you shoot here, it's just a flesh wound. And like, this movie does a little bit of that. Yeah. But like, I can tell you for a fact straight up guns, that like, so. that like, Fastest shot in the West, like that shit's real. Like those things are real. Like okay, being a quick shot, like, is real. And actually, like, you know, stuff is like. There's a lot of stuff that's like romanticized in the Western genre. That mm-hmm. uh, shit that was like real and like someone, someone traveling with like traveling and moving their 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 cattle to a different place for like for harvest or whatever. Or like because the seasons were changing, so they move in the cattle to a different ranch, or the you know, and they get held up. You gotta be like 
you gotta be ready. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta stay ready. Um, duels happened. In fact, like yeah, duels happened. I think the last duel. I can't say when the last duel happened, but like duels happened for a long time and were on the books in multiple places in the United States until like I want to say less than a hundred years ago, like. Tech, not that like duels were still happening a lot, but like they were still on the law books of like this is a legal way in which you can settle, uh, that you can settle like instead of like being in a court of law, you're like, all right, we're gonna do a duel real quick. So, yeah, um, sorry, I, I, I'm, I just I, don't I, know I just anything about no, no, tell me, yeah. I don't know anything about this. I'm not, and okay. I don't know anything about it because I've never really been interested in it either. And like, okay. then adding my ex's experience just makes me less that interested. Hurts me. That hurts so much. Because <laughs> like, I feel like this person hurts you and it's keep. All right. Okay. Let me just go in real quick. Let no, me take you another can, sip you of water. No, let you... me take a sip of water so I can go in. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I, I like Westerns. Um, I was gonna be like, I love listen. I like I love action movies, and I a western and the western is an action movie. Just we just just oh just an older version of action movie. Um, when you look at like the the history of cinema, I can come at this a different ways. And so I'm I'm pretty much about to give you a lecture. Let me roll up my sleeves. About to give you a lecture <laughs> about westerns. Um, give me a bit of a lecture. It's of, a whole thing. Western films because I don't. It's a whole thing. So when, from a cinema perspective, when you look at the history of cinema, the Western or like, not just in cinema, but like in media and in like pop culture, the Western, the Western was the superhero movie. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was, this is your hero. Like, and so who... I'm gonna act like I'm gonna act like it's a lecture. We're gonna do some call and response here, Michelle. <laughs> when we do who who does the media when you have somebody in a movie or in a in a in a TV show and they're the hero, what does the hero what does the hero look like in, in the American media? Come on, you know the answer. I know you know the answer. A white man. White man. You got damn right. So you got you got the right thing to be, yeah. The media be staying having white men. So like, okay, your westerns, white men. Now, the truth, the historical, the history of cowboys in the west. Uh, can you guess it? Not not just white men, and I will even say mostly not white men, especially not the kind of white men. Anyway, so. It's mostly people of color. Historically, historically, people of color. You want to know why it's called cowboys? Because it was the it was the boy, the enslaved person, who was in charge of the cattle. Oh, I didn't know the that. cowboy. Yeah. Wow. And and then it got a, like they gave so it was like you know, come here, boy, take care of the yeah. I got my cowboy here. I got my house boy over there. Like oh. so, yeah. Um, from there, I'll also go, you know, I, I say like, from a perspective of a black person, yeah, it was like the cowboy, but then there's also, you know, vaqueros, like it's, 
the, like the West and like the history of people who were who did a lot of like the farm work is a shared history between us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it like not that we were always side by side, but there were moments that were we, where we were side by side, and sometimes in which we were pitted against each other, um, for uh, pitted against each other in, for the benefit of of the white man. Mm-hmm. And then the white man wants that once the dust settled was ever was able to to uh, talk with a slack jaw and be on the movie screen and be like, dude, the white I'm town, a like, oh my god, dude, yes, I was like, I was like, this man, I will say, yeah, I was like, this man, he said, Maysville, and then they're like, Maysville, a white town. I was like, it sure is. Every fucking, I was like, you made this. I was like, wow, they quite literally said, we're going to make this town white as snow. <laughs> like, I thought, like, like had the snow it, on the ground. Did it actually have snow or they just white? they put They put snow on the ground because that town was white as snow. <laughs> Say my mom, I don't the town that. was like, white as snow. <laughs> and so there was snow on the ground and the, and the buildings were white and the bars and the, in, and the floors were white and the inside was white and everybody in that motherfucker was white and they was blonde hair and or they were bald blue and brown hair, blue like, eyes. Up, blue everybody, eyes. Everybody was, everybody in there was, they said, Maysville, it's a white town. And then <laughs> okay, literally so let me keep white going. town. <laughs> white town, yeah. Let me keep going in, in this here lecture on, on Westerns. So another thing about, um, was, you know, rodeos and stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we talk about, because we're so used to like, especially like in the United States, we talk about things from a perspective of race a lot mm-hmm. instead of class. And I know you know this, but I'm also, when I say stuff to you, I'm saying it to our audience as well. Yeah. Um, we're coming from, we talk so much about race and race is, race is very important in the, important to understanding. Let me finish that sentence. <laughs> race is very important to understanding um a lot of his, a lot of history and a lot of the context of why things are happening but it is not the only context and no context stands alone another one is class so while i'm saying that like a lot of this stuff was black, was was uh, people of color in these in these spaces um i will, which i should also um for some reason i have neglected will also make sure i mention that uh, a number of indigenous people um were were all were in in many ways originally cow uh, like cowboys or like these uh, like western outlaws or like not only seen as like the enemy that you would scalp um like general cluster and stuff like that well i'm gonna put a pin in that but like also would be guides for people um and have similar roles of like like in the movie how you go like cherokee bill this isn't a, like Cherokee Bill isn't a person like assimilating somebody else's um, culture. No, it's Cherokee Bill is a person who who, who was re- in relation like in relation to the Cherokee. To, to yeah, to the Cherokee. Like either I I'm like I don't know enough about Cherokee Bill as a historical figure, um, so I can I, but I can extrapolate that either he spent a lot of time with a person or with a group, or it's very also very possible. Um, he like me um, ha- has some lineage or ancestry with with an indigenous group of people. Um, 
mine is I don't I and this I because I brought it up I don't I don't have any strong ties to my to my to to the amount of to the small amount of indigenous uh ancestry that I have I don't know what tribe I'm from or any of that mine's Kikapu um, oh from cool. my grandma from my mom's side of the family nice yeah so i don't i don't know what mine is because mine's through my great-grandmother she's she had a suspicion but i don't have any like records so like Mm -hmm. in no way would i be actually trying to capitalize on it or like claim it from it yeah claim it or capitalize from it or like even in like a especially not in a political climate elizabeth warren um Uh so uh anyway so yeah um there is a documentary that I saw um, because, you know, one, I'm in Texas. And so rodeo becomes a big deal. And like, there are a lot of things that growing up, I thought were, were just like, I either innocently thought they were cool or like, cause I used to rock cowboy boots as a kid a lot, but I was just, cause I like cowboy boots. I was never really thinking about like, actually doing farm work at all mm. but like you know the cowboy is cool pow pow you know and I so never I used to really cow- like cowboys I wore cowboy boots for years I think it's because my allergies like for too. years uh, yeah and I really liked yeah your allergies yeah keep me um, away from animals but like I'm interested in like I've been interested before in like nature like I went backpacking and stuff, and like I've used, I used to want to live in Death Valley, which is a terrible idea, <laughs> um, um, because you know. Anyway, uh, let me get to my point. So I watched a doc. One thing is I watched a documentary a couple years ago um, about black cowboys and actually talking about the fact that like we existed, that like that people here existed, not just and not that in one of those ways that like his, one of the many ways in which history is whitewashed um, erasing. And, yeah yeah and erased not j- like is yeah erased not taught whitewashed and then like ignored in the media by having people who would have been in those roles or mostly in those roles instead be white people and this is why i talked about race and class why i talked about race and class because it basically would be like people of color um, indigenous people and lower class white people now. And so, but not always, in the, not always together, usually not to, all together, and, but like in those many ways that I know Michelle knows, but I'm talking to the audience as well, of pitting, of these groups being pitted against each other for the, colon- in the for the colonial project or for um, a, uh, racist uh, for a racist nation building um on the backs uh, like uh, with blood um so this documentary going back to that this documentary was called black cowboys it's actually really hard to find but if i can find a trailer for it i'll send it uh, i'll put it in, put the, it in show the show notes. notes yeah so um it's really good it uh it uses the um this group of of Rodeo of like rodeo performers, uh, of black rodeo performers, um, they all get together in New York and they do a rodeo. Um, this is like, I want to say like the 70s, maybe even the 60s. Um, 
I, yeah, and it's a documentary. And so they're like filming here and then like interviewing the um the performers. And actually when I went to when I had the screening, it was actually at a at a um cinema arts I was about to say the name, but it was at it was at a cinema arts festival. Um and at the cinema arts festival after the movie, I got to I got to and I had good seats that time too. And I got to listen to some of the living people who were in the documentary talk about their experiences uh, of being rodeo performers and like their connection. Like one of these ways we talk about like about how like how we're affected by by colonialism and by racism is the theft of land mm-hmm. and how and. I'm like thinking now back on it, the way things that were talked about of like, okay, I grew up here and then I got to do these talents and I got to move around. And like, this was like, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have school, but I had this, like the way, like these connections to the land of like, you know, being stripped from your home and then trying to find a new place here in the United States and, and your connection being the land, even though it's, it it may or may not be a thing like you know you're it, you're being limited by this by society but you're still fi- you're making your making your way in the world today takes everything you got you know um i just quoted cheers <laughs> um but yeah so they're talking about those rodeo performers and they talk about historical performers and then there's like an interview with an actor who played a um played a cowboy in a movie and muhammad ali Muhammad Ali is is in the documentary and like he like he comes he comes to the black rodeo that's what it's called not black cowboys it's called black rodeo um and it's really good and like the documentary is really good I will say I will say here because I always feel the need to say it um it is directed by uh Jeff Canoe who is a white man if you if you recognize the name Jeff Canoe he is the person who directed Revenge of the Nerds um, he was there at the panel too, and he he had interesting conversation with it. And like he didn't like, and I had no problem with with him as a person. Um, I noticed it's a the age of the documentary. Um, and uh, I when I watched the documentary, I could tell that it was a man who who directed it, who directed it because a lot there are a lot of weird moments in which uh, it's looking at. Is looking is doing crowd shot crowd shots of like who's looking at stuff and is like looking like ogling a, a black woman, like being like oh checking out the black woman's ass or like staring at her just like living her life, um, and so those those moments were weird but the core of what's going on in the documentary and what the and what the documentary is putting forth and showing to showing to an audience is really is really important and very important to me being here from Texas and like adding layers to uh, knowing what's possible and uh, all the places, all all the things that like black people have done before um, and helps create the imagination of like, Hey, no, all these places where you didn't think black people were. And like you heard your whole life and no, that's a white people thing, or you have to be from the country. Like there's, you don't have, like you can, it's, you can do anything. And we talk so much about representation because representation, like a lack of representation 
stifles the imagination. And so knowing, for, like for me, part of the reason, like when I like action movies, I like Westerns. Django Unchained, even though I don't like Tarantino as much, especially not as much as I used to, was a formative part of my life. And Django Unchained is one of my favorite movies and was a Christmas movie for me for a number of years. That movie is incredibly stylized and very well done. And this movie is very stylized and very well done. And I hope it replaces Django in my heart. Um, I don't like the pacing. So in some moments where I go like, where I feel like it's doing the style thing. Well, at the, at the beginning, at least it felt like it was doing the style thing for too many, too many times back to back. Um, But like, I enjoyed each moment separately, but they didn't like connect well to me at first. Um, but I really have fun. And like, since I watched it yesterday, I keep going in my head. I got uh, lightning with the blam blams. <laughs> and like, and they're going like, I have listened to Fela Kuti's Let's Start, um, which is the, duh, duh, duh. like, let's start what we have come here to do. Like when they're starting shoot, when they're in the train, they're shooting people, shooting, shooting all of the uh, Union soldiers. Mm-hmm. I have been jamming to that song because it's so good. It's so good. And I've and I really been meaning to get into Fela Kuti, who is um an African artist, uh, African mu- music or music artist. Um also did you know did you know Jay Z produced the soundtrack for this movie? No. Yeah. He produced the soundtrack for this Jay-Z? movie. So there's like a number of No. Yeah. No. Jer- Jersey? Jersey? No. Okay, we're referencing. Kayate. Kayate. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the movie? I have forgotten. Uh, La- Alamala. 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 Yeah, so we're going to no. listen to our Alamala episode. See, si. no. <laughs> I wonder if there's. Michelle, see if there. I'm going to put this on your plate. See if there's a clip of just that part. And we'll put it on the show notes. And I'll put yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah, I'm going to look for it. YouTube. Yeah. Oh, YouTube, be our friends. So yeah, um, these people were real, and they have histories, and their histories are large have been largely ignored. And I think it's important that the, their histories exist. And I also, I also, as uh, you know, as people who, who, um, quite you and I personally question the canon a lot, and like we we take a critical lens, and our and here on the podcast and in our lives, we take a critical lens at, um, what. Basically, what society is what what society is selling us. Um, I think things like this, where like revisionists, you know, re- basically rewriting it or like saying being, being like reclaiming the narrative of like I know this is fiction, but these people existed, and we're gonna tell the story, and it's gonna be fun as fuck because Deadwood did this shit. Deadwood did this shit. People people were in Deadwood. Deadwood was a big and popular place in in the West, and like in that like. And I say when I say West, I also mean like frontier, in the, in the frontier, I should say more more broadly. Um, but like a lot of these famous figures in there were did not were not there at this were rarely there at the same time. Um, other movies, Tombstone does it. Like a lot of movies, like other movies get to claim to be historical and be highly historical ac- historically inaccurate. So let's do a movie that's not even li- that's not gonna lie about that's not even acting like. It's historically ac- accurate, but saying that, but making sure you know that these people existed, and like showing you how cool these people were, and how like how they were the cock of the walk, like <laughs> they they were they were about it, and they were good at their shit, and they got their shit done. 
I could probably keep going on on westerns because I know a lot. I don't. I haven't seen a lot of like the classic ones, but like I know and I know a lot and have been meaning to actually go even deeper into stuff, but other priorities have gotten in the way. But I enjoyed this movie. I literally have Let's Start going on in my head right now. I'm really. So at the end, yeah. uh, Ma- Mary doesn't kill this, this uh, what is it, treacherous Judy. Yeah. I, uh, like, yeah, she defeated her. She defeated her and, like, knocked her out. But I was didn't like. Didn't kill her. Didn't kill her. You know, it's like, it's, that's the rule, rules rules of movies. If you, if, if that person, if you didn't, you know. When you when you defeat somebody and you want you them dead, tap. you get a double tap. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> double, t- double we, okay. tap. Okay, is that the is that the name of the episode? No, that's not. <laughs> I was like, I, I am gonna put it as a topic though. Double tap. <laughs> double tap. So, one article I saw um, is uh, that James Samuel was think he he said like if they let me, I got an idea for like for it for this being a trilogy of like the movie a prequel and a sequel would you be interested in that? well i want you to still answer that for this would one? you be yeah yeah or rather let me let me rephrase it do you think that's a good idea because i know sure. you say you didn't really connect to this movie that well for i mean reason, it's but... not it's not about that i mean it like i said I, i'm just not a yeah I don't really connect with with. Like, You're valid. Yeah, with Western Western movies, um, I don't know. It just they don't they don't click for me for some reason. Like I think they're interesting. Um, if I were to watch documentaries about Western, I think that'd be different. Like if I had a connection. I'm pretty sure all of these are historical too, like all of but for some reason they just like don't don't make it for me. Which and it's so funny because my family and I like take pictures dressed up in western stuff. Like whenever we go and take mm-hmm. like an aesthetic, yeah. Yeah, like weird family pictures. <laughs> but Oh, that's what I was going to say. I forgot to bring it home. Sorry. This is my final part of my little, my little lecture is that um, because of all of this stuff and we've been fed a certain thing, people whose, whose connection to the lands would have been one thing are now a different thing. And it's like, because Western's been whitewashed, West, Western has become an aesthetic and, and mm-hmm. a thing people hold on to and like will become incredible fans of, but not, not looking, not, not looking deeper and like we'll look at like tombstone or john wayne Mm -hmm. movies and love those but like not connect that to their own experience well enough Mm -hmm. or like not connected in the right way like it did make me think a lot about like the historical parts of it and like uh obviously i'm looking at these movies and i look at the at race i look at like the way that black people are treating each other in these situations because they're like oh like whenever they're they're talking about like oh we're gonna we're gonna have to rob a bank oh but wait a white town like considering that robbing a uh like a town 
that's mostly of black people would have been easier or kind of like better to do like rot from safer, each other yeah. yeah or like safer to do um like all those symbolic um symbolic violence like all of the symbolic violence here um i mean it did make me think about all of that stuff so i mean i i didn't completely like just disregard the movie i was like super into it <laughs> i mean i liked i yeah. liked this movie yeah if it had a different if it had a different code on it yeah <laughs> as far as like maybe if the other stuff that's bothering me uh wasn't bothering me as much i probably would have like a different take on western films mm. um but other than that like i i mean i liked i liked the movie i liked the the I loved whenever Barry's like, oh, what's the kiss for? Oh, it's just so you remember, like, what it was like. And then she hit him again. It's like, and this is how it is. <laughs> and then I, I was like, oh, shit, man, I wish I could do that. I'm like, nope, I can't do that no more. But it's just, Yo. like, really funny. All of these scenes are really good. I think this was, this was a good movie. I really liked it. How did you feel about Treacherous Trudy's story about hope? Oh, like what oh do you mean? God. Like the the like killing killing like, hope. Hope, hope, must hope die. is that yeah. Hope must die, hope must but die. not yet. But not yet. Like, yeah, but not I kinda yet. I kind of want to like study that act. What the accent Regina King is doing in this movie, and just like apply it to D and D because I don't know if you're not watching Survivors of Flame, go watch Survivors of Flame because we have a character who is who has connection to. Um, like use like whose aesthetic is is Western, and I don't want to get any deeper into that without spoilers. But like, at some point, that connect that at least the aesthetic of that connection will be in play. In play, this is a per. You know, I could just say it. This person is a Western. Like this, this person, their whole deal is is similar to that of like a Western type aesthetic, and like some thematic. So some stuff will will inevitably come into play that is western themed um or western inspired uh through by way of that character and the fact that they quite literally carry a revolver <laughs> so like it's gonna be interesting um i lost track of what i was gonna say about that i was gonna say oh yeah i'm enjoying this like there are things, I don't know, I always get inspired by stuff. And so I'm like, I want to take that. Regina King, that accent is good. I want it. Let me have it. <laughs> Let me have it. Let me use it real quick. And that, oh my God. The right, that writing was so good. That whole story and the way she told it. And like, it felt like that character telling the story. And it been like, hope is dead. Hope must, hope must die. Oh, hope must die. But not yet. Yeah, cause she was like, yeah, cause she was like, uh, yeah, cause Mary was like, you get no sympathy for me, and then Trudy was like, well, I do sympathize you, uh, but but the st the story's still the same. Hope must die, or what? Hope must die, and then, but not yet. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me stop. I've been talking too much. 
Anyway, I thank you for indulging me, especially at the last minute and watching this movie with me. Uh, Idris Elba is hot. This whole cast is hot. Uh, this whole fucking cast is hot um, in like their own ways. Um, what should we title this episode? Um, to one, what was it that I was trying to say last time? Like, till first, till the first die, or till the last. Mm, yeah, I don't know what that quote is. I, but you know I what I'm talking ahead. about, right? Yeah. It's that thing they'd say every time they'd go in into like yeah, and battle it, yeah, or and Bass Reese was like, "Y'all so fools, y'all trying to die." Like, yeah, y'all trying to die. Lightning with the blam blams. Uh, Cuffy. These people existed. Yeah. Um, we'll think about it. Pew pew pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Michelle and the pew pew pew. <laughs> we appreciate Michelle. Um, uh, double tap. Double tap. Take a fucking sip, babe. Should have double tapped, babe. Should have double tapped, babe. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. <laughs> Should have double tapped, babe. All right, Michelle, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Queen Weep with three E's on Queen and three E's on Weep. You can find me on Survivors of Flame playing Luna Lembra, uh, Callistar Paladin, uh, with you as the DM. Um, and every now and then at the Nerdcore. Mm-hmm. And you can find Geo everywhere at Media Martyr Seventeen. Um, you can find uh, on the link tree in the show notes where all the places that Geo's at. Um, DMs for Survivors of Flame uh, helps with the Nercore and uh, their writing. Yeah, part trying to remember what it was like. Was it movie review? No, it's like reviews or something like that. Right now, it's on hiatus because it's on hiatus. Okay, yeah. uh, but still helps there. But their home is here. Um, they haven't recorded anything. Oh, well, they haven't been on uh, streams anything, any playing video games recently because you know, life, but uh, they're here for us. And, you know, they're doing the best they can. So we appreciate it. We love it. Love love it all. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I missed something. <laughs> I think you did great. I mean, you could have just left to be silent and I could have, I would have had to edit it out. But I do appreciate, I do appreciate, listen, we appreciate Michelle. We appreciate Michelle in this house. They are incredible. They are an incredible person. And I want to make sure, listen, you listen. If you are listening to the sound of my voice right now and you have listened to it for the last hour in this episode, uh, go hit up Michelle at Queen Weave. That's three E's in Queen, three E's in Weave. Uh, follow and then say, and put in a DM and say, hey, I'm from Share Club Pod. I just, just wanted you to know that we, we appreciate Michelle. Or you can go on Twitter and go at Share Club Pod and go hashtag We Appreciate Michelle. Michelle, <laughs> make a note of this so that you can put it on Twitter that this is a hashtag We Appreciate Michelle. Oh my goodness. We appreciate. I'm. I'm. You know what? I'm making an executive. I'm making an executive decision. Unless you don't hate. 
don't like it. We are we, the name of this episode is We Appreciate Michelle. Oh my gosh. Okay. We appreciate Michelle in this fucking house. <laughs> we appreciate I Michelle. Try. We appreciate Michelle so much. Hashtag we appreciate Michelle. That's long, but sure. Let's take it. I'll take it. You should put we appreciate the queep. <laughs> All right. I mean, nah, I actually like, I don't know. Michelle, we appreciate Michelle. That's fine. Yeah. To the queep themselves. To yeah. The themselves. Yeah. Be kind to each other because you're doing the best you can and be kind to yourselves because you're doing the best you can. To yourself because you're doing the best you can. Sharing is caring and sharing makes the world go around. So go share some love. Hashtag we appreciate Michelle. Uh, we'll see you next episode. Happy December. Have a good weekend, y'all. Bye. Or when it, or have a have a good time zone. Oh yeah, wherever, <laughs> whenever you're listening to this. Wherever, uh, whenever, whenever. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Don't, don't. We're gonna. Get... I stopped. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm All good right. at this. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> long as we're together. <laughs> I'm a season two type, bro. Like, I'm a <laughs> <laughs>